Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Tuesday, the 11th of August, 2020. Thanks so much for being here. You can become a member of this show at abriefchat.com, and you can watch this show if you are used to listening to it uh, by going to abriefchat.com and clicking on ABC on YouTube. Let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot uh, events planner and also the Certain Days calendar. So it's the 11th on this day in 1921, Alex Haley was born. Uh, He wrote Roots and collaborated with Malcolm X on the autobiography of Malcolm X. This day in 1965, the Watts Rebellion began in Los Angeles. And in 1999 on this day, 11 Puerto Rican political prisoners were granted clemency by the U.S. government. So I wanted to talk about uh, what might seem like a small thing or even a weird thing, which is why I say I love you at the end of every episode, because I've been doing that since I think since the first episode, Uh, I started off saying I love you a better world is possible. And then in recent weeks, it has morphed into I love you a better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do. And I say I love you for several reasons. First of all, and probably the easiest one, is that it's true. As you know, uh, I'm a Buddhist, and although Zen Buddhism doesn't spend too much time talking about love, in fact, almost no time at all, if we're being totally honest, it's much more focused on compassion than on love. Um, The word word meta is often translated as loving kindness. Um, Meta is... Well, there's that word, but there's also a kind of meditation called meta meditation, which is where you repeat phrases. I think I've talked about that on this show before. I'm pretty sure, actually. Um, For example, a a thing you might do while meditating is say, uh, may all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be safe. May all beings be at peace. And so that that meta idea is often translated as loving kindness, but it really is more accurately translated as compassion. And so uh, because I think partly fueled by this Buddhist sense of our shared oneness, the fact that nothing about me is distinct from everything else in the universe and that that incorporates you and vice versa, that we are all essentially just kind of one, you know, big organism. How did George Carlin say something about one, like one big amoeba just eating lettuce. How you doing, Fred? He said it better than that. But that's part of the reason. Um, It really is true that I do, that I do love you, that I do feel compassion for you, that just by the very fact of you choosing to spend part of your very limited and valuable time and, you know, unpredictably limited time with me, there is always some chance that listening to this or watching this will be the last thing you ever do. Seems unlikely, but you never know. Because of that, obviously that that engenders a lot of uh, love and gratitude in me, and I think it's important to let you know that that's the case. Then another reason that I do it is because I often wonder how many people get told that someone loves them in the course of a day, and so if... And that could be for any number of reasons. Um, You could be in a very loving relationship where there's just not a lot of of that kind of verbal demonstrativeness. Um, You know, maybe that's how you and your your partner roll. Um, 
perhaps you are not regularly around people who love you or in this day and age perhaps there are a ton of people who love you you just don't ever get the chance to see them uh or maybe rarely get to speak to them and in that situation you may not hear someone say i love you all that often and so if that's the case i feel like it's important that you at least get to hear me say it if you listen to or watch this every day and I try sometimes to think about like where that comes from because I was the kind of person who would regularly say, I love you long before I was a Buddhist, because that's just part of what my family did. And yet I think my family did that almost performatively in some ways. Like I love you became the end of every interaction, like every phone call or, um, you know, if someone was leaving the house or going to bed at night or whatever, there'd be an, I love you in there somewhere. And obviously I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I am saying that I think there was a certain performative element to it. Like that this, in some ways that I love you was like the plaster that covered up what in many cases were enormous holes in our reality that we tried through this method of communication to cover over what was often missing in our actual lives and our actual relationships. And I mean, when I say my family, I mean my immediate family, my parents, my sister and I, and then I think about that kind of applied to my family writ large as well. For example, as the, as my grandparents' generation has died off um, and is completely gone now, the some of the threads that held together other parts of the family started to fray. And then the generation under my grandparents, so, and I really only know my mom's family, so that's the only family I'm talking about here. So I think of, you know, my mom and her sister, and then my two cousins who I call aunts, the four of them all grew up together. They kind of did their part, I think, to hold together communication between one another at varying levels and with varying amounts of frequency. And I think sometimes some big gaps over the years. And then, you know, if you drop down one generation below them to my generation, there were six cousins um, there. Uh, those four women that I just mentioned, my mom, her sister and my two cousins who the four of them are essentially sisters. Um, three of them had kids and they each had two kids. So there were six of us all together. They each had a, a boy and a girl as it turned out. Um, and one of them, my, uh, my cousin, Tammy, um, Aunt Linda's daughter has since passed away. So now there are five of us left. And not long before Tammy passed away, I started to think about how the threads that held my generation of the family together were fraying even more rapidly. Um, you know, at one point my cousin Lynn and I were kind of close because we lived in the same place, but uh, you know, I went and at one point uh, I lived in the same place as Tammy and Todd, but I mean, I went for years without speaking to any of them um, with any regularity. And like, I haven't seen my cousin Mike I don't even know how long it's been since I saw my cousin Mike, to be totally honest with you. I don't know. I think it's been 10 years, maybe more years than that. I'm not sure. 
Um, I've seen my cousin Lynn a couple times in the last, you know, seven, five, six, seven years. Uh, Todd now lives in the same town I live in. Um, I've seen him twice since I moved here, but honestly, that's due to the coronavirus. And then, you know, Tammy's no longer with us. And then my sister lives 3,000 miles away. Um, And I saw her with some regularity when we both lived on the same side of the country because she and my parents would often come to visit the kids and I would often go up there. So I think about the ways in which the the phrase I love you can become performative and can actually, as I said, kind of cover up the ways in which we allow these spaces just to grow in our relationships. And to kind of come back to the end of the show, saying I love you at the end of every episode is, it's kind of placing on me some responsibility to remember that this community, whatever it's like, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not going to edit that out either because I'm too lazy and I'm too new at video editing. So there's just going to be a sneeze. Um, but that this community, to whatever degree it exists, and I don't think that right now in the a brief chat listener base, and I still have no idea how big that even is. Um, I mean, I know how big the downloads are, but I don't know how big the actual listenership is. And I don't, there's not a lot of cross communication. There's not a forum for all of you, whoever you happen to be, but there are some of you who get in touch with me. And so I feel some amount of responsibility toward this community and telling you, I love you, which is a kind of vulnerable thing to do at the end of every show is a way for me to remember that there is someone at the other end of the microphone and that this is about more than just me talking into a microphone for 10 minutes a day. And that it's in fact about building these human connections, even though they may kind of seem one way. Um, It's about building these connections between us using the medium of this podcast or video series. So all those things are important to me. The, the kind of cementing of those bonds, the compassion that I feel, um, the need for people to hear that they're loved. I think all of that stuff kind of ties into why the show ends the way that it ends and why that's important to me. So without further ado, uh, you can go to a brief If you want to learn more about the show or become a member and I love you. A better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do.